The South Congress Podcast is a weekly lifestyle show that covers a wide variety of subjects. It occasionally touches on mature ideas and features inspired dialogue and can include suggestive language. In other words, it's not a game over here. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Yep. Black Bob. What's a perfect time to start a show. Want to welcome everybody to the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show for CW's The Flash. I am Cameron. I'm joined by Travis. Travis, how's it going? Uh, what's happening, Cam? So, uh, yeah, there's a lot happening, man. There's, there's a lot of interesting things, moving pieces. Um, just a good day. It's a good day. It's been a good week. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, I, how about we start here? Let's start on a serious note, and then we can get into the fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, like today on Facebook, I shared the, the sexual assault pyramid um, oh, the rape culture pyramid. The rape culture pyramid. Yeah. yeah, we, you know, we had that up, and uh, I don't know, man. We boys will be boys. Know, our our audience is, you know, mostly men of a certain age, mm-hmm. but we do absolutely have, you know, female audience. We have female contributors. Um, you know, we've had Ma on the show. We've had Anissa on the show. You know, Danny's hosted the show with us, so you know, we definitely. Um, you know, try to incorporate, you know, different, uh, you know, opinions and ideals and mindsets into the show. And we'd be remiss if we didn't, you know, address, you know, things happening and you know, make sure we're very clear on how we feel about things. Um, you know, in my life personally, you know, I have had women close to me who have had, you know, incidents, you know, with the opposite sex that, you know, were wrong and inappropriate like having your ringer on during the show and um, you know I, I on social media um, I try to make it a very clear point like how staunchly I oppose any type of you know sexual assault um, and even you know the conversation of it we um, you know our buddy Josh begs us to be more political on these things and I feel like we don't always have to because I'm like Y'all motherfuckers know where we stand. Like, you you get us. If you listen to this, if you listen to, uh, you know, Trav's show, the East Coast cast, if you follow us on any platform, you get an idea of how we feel about these things. Um, you know, man, you know, Republican Party nominee, Donald Trump, you know, came out the weekend before last and said just some wild shit. Um, they didn't say it recently, but you know, spoke on, um, you know, something he had said about 10, 11 years back 
basically about you know women just if you're in a position of power you do what you want you're a celebrity yeah you're a celebrity yeah you do what you want and sometimes i just gotta go in and kiss them i can't resist it and just you know grab by the pussy and it's like no 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 that's that's not how this works at all not even close and then you know try to come out and say you know that's locker room talk and like you know neither of us travis are professional athletes but you know we both grew up playing sports we were around guys who, you know, testosterone, you know, 16, 17, 18 at an all-time high. Before you, and I say this with quotes in my hand, guys, before you know all the rules, okay? I'm not talking about human decency, but before the actual law comes into play with the things you do. And I never heard anybody in a locker room say some wild shit like that. And so I want to make sure... If we have anybody in our audience that doesn't come from that ilk, that didn't grow up in that fashion, because, you know, part of our appeal is, you know, we're guys who are into, quote unquote, geek culture that don't necessarily fit the bill. You know, guys who are playing sports, guys who, you know, are very active socially, which doesn't, you know, always fit people who read comic books. But, guys who attract females. Well, um, I wasn't gonna, but yeah, sure. So... I just want to make sure, you know, we make it very clear to anybody who may be on the fence, may not be in the know, may not know where we stand on that. There's no room in what we do in our circle for any type of sexual assault or sexual mistreatment towards women or, you know, men for that matter. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it, one of, it's, it's been a week of, like, I played, I was a two-sport athlete every year in high school. I'm a, I'm a man. I've been a young man. And it's like, ho, ho, ho. Don't lump us all. And it's 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 how it is when you're watching the news and, you, and you're just like, please don't be black. Please don't be black. Something bad. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, 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 no. You don't get to lump every guy, every man, every young man and boy mm-hmm. into this boy talk, as Melania Trump uh, uh, recently said, uh, or locker room talk. Like, that's not... We talk. We we say words, and we are real crude and and crass and, and and profane. But I've never been in a in a locker room or any social situation with a bunch of dudes where anybody talked about sexual assault in that way. Of yeah, slap hands and and brag about our our you know. And, and probably what should be said. This is not me absolving men of doing wrong things um, because I'm sure I've been in the presence of somebody who's done something horrible just statistically speaking but the point that I'm saying is even those people aren't crazy enough to say it out loud and think it's okay right like this is not you know a socially acceptable thing um, you know we one don't condone it but also you wouldn't get away with talk like that in any type of circle we exist in so let's let, let's make sure that's yeah, you would right get checked out. real quick. Yeah, yeah, because we, we don't ride with that. Like, nobody... Because, you know, for whatever we may say or, you know, won't say, at the same time, you are judged by the people who are around you. That's how people view you, and there has to be, you know, a level of decency that exists. So, you know, probably the best thing I saw, like, you know, Trev, you and Josh are big daily show buffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes on at a late hour, so I'm asleep. But, um... You know, they had the, the correspondent go out there to that Trump rally, and he's talking to the kid, and the kid couldn't have been 18 years old. And he has the, you know, he's in his suit, and he has the red Make America Great Again hat, 
and they're asking him about it, and he's like, you know, it's just locker room talk. That's just how guys talk. And they say, so you talk like that? Kid says, no. He said, so your dad talks like that? He says, no. He said, so your pastor talks like that? He says, no. So yeah. And he didn't just ask that to that one kid. Yeah, it was a was a, you know, And it went around. He asked a woman, oh, so your husband talks like that? Yeah. And she's like, hell no. Exactly. Oh, so your son? She's like, hell no. Like, oh, so, so not all men. Yeah, guys, this, there isn't this imaginary wolf pack of men that exists in every locker room or in every, you know, social circle that are deviants and we just don't acknowledge them. They, they That's not how it works. Yeah. Okay? Like, granted, I'm not saying there aren't people who don't do horrible things, but it's not to a point where they talk like that around us normal guys and we just ride with it. So, you know, I just, um, mm-hmm. I don't take a lot of time to talk about social issues that aren't directly like, you know, race related because that affects me every day. But this is, um, again, people I care about have to deal with bullshit like this. And they absolutely shouldn't. So I just want to make sure, you know, our audience knows, you know, exactly where we stand on that. Um, so, with all that seriousness out of the way, Trav, um, you've been down here a while now, man. You're 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 full fledged Austinite at this point. Um, you know, in the last week or the last month, anything stands out that you want to share with everybody as far as your experiences down here so far? Uh. Traffic sucks between four and six. Oh God! Now, see, I'm so <laughs> used to it because I didn't drive growing up in San Antonio. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, once I got to college, I was here. So all I know, outside of a few experiences that my friends tell me about, all I know is 35 traffic. I know traffic in a straight line, one way or another. That's hell to be in, um, but it's a straight line, so it doesn't bother me too much. Is this like situation like brand new for you? I mean, we have traffic in Philly, but you have to purposefully get into that traffic here it's like like it took me 15 minutes almost to get off my block because you know i'm right off 183 and there was a disabled vehicle and whatever whatever but it's 85 percent highways here so if there's uh-huh. some kind of tra- traffic issue it's not like you can boop let me take this uh-huh. you know side street real quick take or take broad street or take local street but uh-huh. uh yeah so i mean traffic sucks but that's um Something I already kind of knew I was going to have to deal with, but not not really. I mean, I've really just been working, just right. just just driving and kind of learning the city in that way. Kind of a bit of a crash course in learning the city and dr- with driving rideshare and, and all over the place. Uh, so not a ton of all all the experiences that I that I you know been waiting to happen. I, I keep getting canceled on, and, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, so that's uh, so yeah. So not not really. I mean, the, I'm sure when something comes up, something monumental, you guys will be the first uh, or the second at least to, to hear about it. So let's talk. My favorite thing. Let's talk food for a second. Yeah. And we actually had this conversation, um, you know, earlier before we started uh, started watching Flash. So it's just my week to pick on Josh because I feel like I owe Josh one or two or three. Um, so let's talk about. You're, you're not newfound, but your appreciation now for these local restaurants and your shunning of the chain restaurants. Yeah. Now, you know, P. Terry's and Whataburger, they're chains, mm-hmm. but they're not. I do see Whataburger commercials but down here, but they're not Burger King, Wendy's, Chipotle, McDonald's. And I'm like, I told Josh before I got here, I said, I, I guess this is it for me and Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I move to Texas and... And, and go to a Chipotle. 
Like I'd, I'd rather just go to a random taco stand on Guadalupe and, yes. and and try my luck with a taco or a burrito or nachos or something from there. And just eating at Pete's Harry's tonight and a couple nights before, which is a burger and fry joint. By the way, guys, we had burgers, fries, and wine tonight yes. because we're fancy as it comes. Mm-hmm. Like we're eating, like just to, just to set the scene, on the table right now, uh, on the living room table, there is well, there were burgers and fries, yeah. um, empty wine glasses. There's an Iron Man cup and, and a Captain America glass, both with water. A spoon. I don't know why there's a spoon there because there was a burger and fries. You need your damn spoons, Faye. There are like two ridiculously expensive watch boxes. Well, the watches are expensive, not the boxes. Um, and there's furniture spray and an Xbox remote and the snowball microphone. So just just to set the scene. Yeah. Maybe I'll take a picture and post it with everything so you can see it. But yeah, um, like I like that because we rarely eat at like we have to eat at Popeyes because you know where else is it like Lucy's and you don't even like Lucy's. Yeah, I I, I have eaten at Popeyes twice. You gotta get your chicken. Um, like that's they had the four dollar wicked wicked box deal. I'm like, what can you do? You know, I'm on the airport Martin Luther King. Well, I mean, hey, it's right there. Oh, right by the barbershop. Right there. Yeah. And and it, neither 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 time I was. Yeah, they had that fish bar right get, there too. Getting uh, cut, but um, <laughs> this is in the mix. Yeah, I was just yeah. you know like yeah you know what Let me stop by this Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like burgers or um, Mexican food. I'll never go to another chain. There's too many options. It's to way Mexican too food. many. Not just too many options. Too many good mm-hmm. quality. In some cases, organic and like super, like not super, but like conscious. Like, hey, we're not going to feed you garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like yeah. So this is uh, food yeah. that we're serving. Right. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I went to I went to Canes two nights ago. Raising Canes chicken strips. What you think? I was impressed. Were you? It's, super no, it's funny because I know Josh was, was like super fresh. Like wow, these, these chicken strips are like, oh, you know. Yeah, Josh was like, it's alright, and that's the thing. Like you, you can eat it every now and again, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. I like the sauce though. The sauce is off the hook. Really so, which, but which the, one did you go to? The one, uh, the one on Street? campus on Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's weird because like you're experiencing that. When I was in school, there were not shops there. That was like nothing. Like there was that that Seven Eleven, yeah. And then there was a Pizza Hut, and then it was just I don't know. Somebody lived there, some crap. So no, like the campus is really when you get to a couple of national championship games, and all of a sudden, new stuff right. appears. You get that contract. They don't build it till years later, but you got the contract. So yeah. Um. So outside of that, of course, like I have like super great news. Um, it's been. Gosh, what was that? May? That you filmed? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been like five, six months in the making, but um, you know, my episode of uh, the web series I, I I'm in Neck of the Uber Driver, it's it's available on uh on Facebook, um, and on YouTube. So I don't know if you got a chance to watch it yet. Like I still haven't watched it since the premiere. Um and a fun story, so They've been doing an episode every week. Mine's the fifth episode. And they don't tell us when they're coming out. So I've kind of been... Like, every wait, week, wait, wait. Even, yeah. So I get up this morning. I'm like, you know, it's my day. It's my time. Like, I just, I feel it. It's time for my episode to come out. We're about halfway through. And mine was one of the two they showed at the premiere. So I'm like, yeah, it's my time. So I'm, I'm going about my day. Um, 
and then you know I see a tweet that um, you know episode five guy on a date's coming out. And I'm like, oh, that's me. I'm all excited. So I had my day planned around um, going to the gym at lunch because five a.m. like thirties hit me finally, and waking up at five a.m. to go to the gym it's just not feasible anymore. Like I, my body's like, no, I don't care what time you went to sleep. You're not getting up at five a.m. Damn, even if you go to bed at the I went to sleep. 10, 10, I fell 10, asleep. Like to date this episode, I fell asleep as security knocked on Goldberg's door. <laughs> like, Wait. I was out. I was out. Damn. So like I like and it's funny because my DVR cut off right when he got the mic. So I heard it like eventually, but I was just like because I record until like eight after. Yeah. And you started talking at like eight. Right. I see that's why I record there. mine at twenty. Well, when I did have it. Out, yeah. So, um, so yeah, like I was like, okay, lunchtime, I'm going to the gym, um, and then I find out they're dropping the episode at one, I'm like, perfect. So I'll, like, shoot all the, uh, like, I'll shoot links to everybody, um, and I'll go to lunch a couple of minutes late so I can shoot the links, and then I'm going to the gym so nobody can tell me how bad my acting was. Like, for an hour, I at least get to wait it out. And then, you know, the feedback was really good. Um, the only thing I heard was that, like, damn, Cam, you're short. And I'm like, yo! The girl I film with is like a legit 5'10", 5'11", and she's in heels. Like, I can't do nothing about that. Right. But no, the way it was shot, like, I do look really short. So, <laughs> guys, like, I'm... I'm the like, date, not, not naked. Yeah, the date, yeah. yeah. So, when because what happens is, um, and all you guys still need to watch it again. Um, yeah. Like, I'll provide links to it, the, the website and the Facebook and the YouTube. But, um, so, I'm talking about the date, and I'm nervous to go on a date, but I end up meeting her outside the car, and I go stand next to her, and she's like way taller than me. So, um, but no, she was great to work with. Uh, director was great. Um, Nicolette was great. It was just it was a great experience. Um, so yeah, I, I expect all you guys to watch that and tell all your friends about just how uh, how fantastic it was. And if it was trash, you can just message me personally and tell mm-hmm. me, and we'll talk about it. So, uh, but yeah, it's um you know I was I was telling Faye like, the coolest thing about it um we. You know, that comes out the same day that we do an episode, the day before we do your show. And, like, I always like when a creative thing that I make, like, comes to fruition. So, it gets me in an excitable mood to do the other things I'm doing. Because I'm like, yeah, like, there's an end game to all this. So, there's that that, uh, that satisfaction. So, you know, something I auditioned for in, in March um, and got the role and then shot it in May and was nervous about like now it's out and the feedback is good so you know all you can hope for like I look forward to doing more stuff so um so yeah um so you know with that said I also want to shout out uh our man Johnny Shipwreck I'm speaking to people doing things in creative spaces so I'll probably talk about it again you know on your show a little bit um but uh, a buddy of mine is like a really cool artist and photographer so, um, you know, you wrestling guys who watch, uh, he's ROH, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you watch, um, you know, wrestling outside of WWE and TNA, uh, Dalton Castle, um, ROH wrestler, um, has a new t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com, and our buddy Johnny Shipwreck designed it. So, um, you know, I went ahead and uh, I bought mine. I got it in, the color is Daisy, which I think is pink. Is so it's not the screenshot? I didn't get the navy. Cause I have like I'm wearing like as we do this guys like I'm wearing a navy preacher shirt like I'm sure it's beautiful in the navy like yeah. I liked it yeah. but I was like no I gotta get the peach yo like just to have it because I'm like I got it in a medium and I never know how mediums are gonna what? fit so yeah I mean this is a me well yeah, this is a medium so like it's either gonna fit me or Faye will have a new night shirt like either way like it's you know it exists so 
No, yeah, just um, one thing I always stress, like when your friends do something in a creative space, just support it. Like I, you know, his shirts cost money. Um, so I'm not telling you to go out and spend your money. But if you have a buddy who like raps and makes a song, hit the share button. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. At least download it from that piff. So, like, yeah, even so if you download. just delete it. Yeah, just, yeah, just like if, 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 if somebody's making a YouTube video, play it on mute in the background. Right. Like, it's just, there are so many ways you can help your friends without actually putting forth effort. You'd be surprised. Right. And I, I always say this um, I think it's really hard to support people you know creatively because you know them. And so. When, when you get to know somebody on a level, like I knew him when he was picking boogers out of his nose, like it's hard to see them as more than that. So, you know, step outside of yourself for a second. Like we have, um, you know, we have buddies who do a show similar to ours. Every chance I get, hit that download button, hit that play button, hit that share button. Only because... Um, who are we talking about? Stunt Granny? Yeah. I'm Black, he's Mexican. Guys are Stunt Granny. I'm Black, he's Mexican. Uh, my man Willis and his reaction videos. Mm-hmm. Like... It's just, there are so many ways you can help people just without knowing it. Just hit that button. Just do it. That's like, that's the promo for the show, right? Yeah. No, uh, no satchel player today. So yeah, enough about how great we are outside of this space. Let's talk Flash, man. Yeah. Um, we are, you know, three episodes in now. Um, and the coolest thing, I think, you know, every week we're getting a bit more about how Barry has altered this universe. Um, what do you think so far about the changes they've made, solar otherwise? I think they've they've been enough, just enough to make major storyline changes where you're where you're where you're interested and kind of captivated for this season, but they're not so different that, like today, like I say, oh. Three episodes in, and Cisco's back to kind of being Cisco. He's yeah, he needed that battery in his back, and now he seems, you know, he he at least kind of understands why Barry didn't save his brother and isn't going back for his brother because he's like, even if he can't personally see the changes, like he sees how, and it's I think one of the tropes of being a hero, like he sees how if they fix that thing in his life. It could ruin other people's lives. And so he seems a bit more resigned in that area. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, we get the Caitlyn thing at the end of the episode. And her, too. Just um, like, again, just uh, she hasn't changed personality-wise, mm-hmm. but she has changed physically. And we're going, and we've, that's something that they're going to probably draw out. Until the mid mid season, and then we're going to start dealing with that come January and February. Yeah, yeah, it's going to play out. Um, you know, outside of that, I think, um, and we'll talk about it this episode. Like, I felt like we saw a subtle, subtle change in Joe, um, and there was just like a one liner that was kind of off. Um, and you know, of course, the person, not this change in in the um, not this universe, but. Barry's second altering of this universe. The person it's affecting most so far is Wally. Um, you know, all the promo stills that we saw early on was just Wally and Barry, Flash and Kid Flash. Um, you know, kind of a team up, kind of a buddy-buddy thing without a whole lot of context. And that's a big thing um, because, you know, this episode specifically plays into what we saw at the end of season two which is the uh, dark matter affecting 
Wally and Jesse at the same time, and yeah, neither the second of them have a reaction. The second mm-hmm. uh, particle accelerator mm-hmm. explosion uh, directly blasted, hit Jesse and 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 Wally, mm-hmm. knocked them out. You know, they were unconscious for a little while, um, and uh, and and now Wally's dealing with the aftermath and and and, and after effects of of that. Because and of really, what the, happened in the this after episode. effects of that, like the like double after effects in his case, it's kind of a he's in kind of a rough spot. Um, Poor guy. Yeah, because it's that thing where you know, like just like Iris knew something was missing when Barry wasn't there, or knew their relationship was supposed to be more. It's like Wally has that inkling that he's supposed to be more. Um, you know, to the point where, and this is something I didn't realize because, again, we're getting kind of new realizations as time goes on. I didn't realize there was still a second explosion in this universe as far as the part of Accelerator because, you know, Wally's like that thing affected both of us. Why didn't it hit me? Why didn't it do anything for me? Right. It did something for you. So, so let's, uh, and that's, and it, and it actually, I mean, it's a com- whole different universe. Uh, Marvel and DC, but uh, Moon Girl, she's affected by the Terri- she got hit with the Terrigan mist, mm-hmm. and she did her Shout whole out the Agents of Shield. She did her whole cocoon thing, and typically, what happens is you come out of that cocoon with some kind of power. What you know, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan came out of with shape shifting abilities, able mm-hmm. to like stretch out and do all kinds of cr- crazy stuff, and Moon Girl, uh, Luna Lafayette has no, nothing has so like Wally, she's just in this kind of limbo of knowing. Well, I got hit with the thing. Something should be different, but nothing's different. I don't feel different. I don't. I don't sound different. None. There's no physical or even mental differences, mm. and just kind of uh, working working through that. Does she have like a big dragon or something? She's got a dinosaur, T Rex, devil dinosaur. Very nice. Yeah. That the Chulk had to, that Amadeus chose Hulk tried to uh, take away from her. She wasn't having that. Were you trying to take the dinosaur? Because it was called. I mean, it's a dinosaur in the lower mid, mid, you know, lower midtown or whatever the hell, Lower East Side where she lives, mm-hmm. and it's like caused wrecking shop, and uh, on like multiple occasions, and he tried to come and take. He's like, I'm the eighth smartest person in the, and she was like. Good for you. Wow. It, it didn't work out for him? It didn't. Gosh. But through amenable means. Like yeah. They didn't fight or do anything. No, no, no. He did throw the dinosaur across town. As he should. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean. I mean, it's a dinosaur. That was trying to, like, get him. Right? So. so, okay. Um, let's get to this week's Flash episode entitled Magenta. Of course. Um, so, yeah. So, we open on kind of a Barry monologue here. Now, this is something that, you know, we didn't really talk about, but, um, you know, it's that every high school, middle school movie right before summer break, summer vacation, where the kid's staring up at the clock. Or on the flip side, like a movie like The Wood, where uh, your boy knows he's getting his ass whipped right after at school. At 3 o'clock. Yeah, so he's looking at that clock, and he's like, you know, Stacy waiting for me. He looks at old girl, and she looks at him and hits him with the throat slash, because he knows it's about to be a problem. So, we got Barry's boss again. Well, his ranking co-worker, 
who doesn't like him saying you got to wait till seven o'clock not 658 not 659 and we finally get that thing where we realize normal time is passing slower for Barry well like when it's in his head I was about to say normal time is not passing slower it's well not not actually it's just as a oh imagine if you were a speedster how much time you know because you can go so fast normal Mm -hmm. time whatever boo hoo or at least you occupy to, that space doing other things. You have to live your time. You have to live in real time, like the rest of us. You know, like give me a break. So what we find out is Barry had a date, a hot date with Iris. So much so that he dropped off at least three hundred. At least the top st- the top bill was a hundred, yeah. unless it was like all ones or, or yeah, look, tens and stuff. What do you think that is, Faye? You love to count money. About six oh. bills. Because he bought a lot of flowers. That's a hundred. No, no, no. A hundred on top. Look at how thick that is. And a bunch of 20s and Um, maybe some fives and rounds it out at the end. It's a lot of money. He dropped like 300 bills on some flowers. It's a lot of money. On some flowers that, as we see, he didn't even have to. He could have just... Iris pop out the subway station looking right. Barry made like a big... No, no. She's at 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 her job, not the sub. Oh, that is. Oh, picture news. There you go. And this was like Barry and Iris season one. Yeah. You know, just in, because their relationship kind of got reset. And what we get is... I mean, that's um, kind of a novel... That's a thing we get with this, with the, with this, these two. Every season, they like, the difference, have to like, come like, back to each other. Iris, in our, regular time, in our regular timeline, is enamored with The Flash. Like, the Flash is a big thing to her. Now, this Iris knows that Barry and the Flash are one and the same, so she doesn't want the date to be with Flash. She wants it to be Barry doing normal, like, homo sapien stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I've been reading a lot of Magneto, and we'll probably talk about that. So, like, homo sapien, not homo superior stuff. Just regular stuff. So, Flash is off limits. And Barry looked nice. He cleaned up. A little skinny tie, a little nice suit. And one thing, he's so nervous about the date, he made this big heart-shaped bouquet, and he thinks she doesn't like it, so he immediately changes it to spell out Iris. Like and, then, and then he's like, oh, you wanted the heart back, and he goes, he tries to turn it back to the heart. Yeah. So yeah, they go on regular date, and, you know, that there's a nice restaurant, and, you know, Barry came out that pocket, boy. And she's looking at the price list, like, mm-hmm. are you, have you, did you donate a kidney or That's something? That's wifey material. Cause she knows. She's like, oh, no, we don't need to do all this. He could have took her to Big Belly Burger. So last week at the, uh, where'd y'all go? Date night? Some kind of steak joint? He's clocking us right now. You wasn't, uh... Clocking us right now. You, you, <laughs> Faye was like, you know what? No, I'm going to get the chicken instead of the steak. Nah, Faye got that damn steak. <laughs> and a drink. And dessert. It was my time. <laughs> we play no games. But yeah... He's like, yo, get whatever you want. You better rob somebody. I don't care what he's saying. Like, we're going to find out in this universe, like, whatever money he had in his pocket is worth, like, double in this universe. <laughs> so he didn't even stack his bread. I go, yeah, that was another minor de- little detail. Yeah, the, fe- the Fed. Uh, yeah, something <laughs> just, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Nah, we conquered a certain country, so mm-hmm. our money value went way, way up. up. Got the pounds. It looked the same. E was doing them all this shit, but mm-hmm. spend different. It's his involved, we trust. So, yeah, and talking about what's going on with his life. Um, 
and oh, so boring. Julian had me write up a carbon dating report. She's like, that's garbage. She yawns. She, yawns. she actually yawns at how horrible what he wants to do. She's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know what? That is really boring. Like, yeah, and, and we get this to later in the episode, but sometimes you got to embrace your truth. So uh, there's a siren going on. <laughs> the waiter walks randomly by. Apparently, there's a robbery in progress across the street. Yeah, go, go. Are you sure? Yeah. Of course. But the thing is, he made she. You would have thought it would have been this major imposition on their date. Mm-hmm. He's back in two seconds. Yes. Nothing like, like the candle goes out on the table and he's back before mm-hmm. it stops smoking. Mm-hmm. Yes. But All then right. the real call comes. And then Cisco's like, "We got real beef." Yeah. So yeah. All right, and so yo, they got the guns pointed because all of a sudden, uh, the, the breach is opening up. The yeah, Star Labs breach. Yeah, yeah. And they got all the guns. It looks like they have real bullets. And somebody's coming through. Get back. Yeah, Barry looks shook. He do. Yep. And it's Wells with his hands up. He's like, yo. And they didn't shoot. Mm-hmm. So, what a He's like, oh, I need your help with what? And then a speedster comes through, and it's Jesse. Jesse, excited to be there. Hey, Jesse, Wally, Jesse, you're a speedster. But yeah, it's pretty cool, right? And he is immediately, hurt. Yeah, right immediately, away. his feelings are so hurt. Yep. His whole ego is just crushed, and he's like, "But I wanted speed." Dog, it's hard. Like, just think about it. If there was a toy you wanted for Christmas, a toy. Already, I mean, that's we're what chi- it is. already we're children. Yeah. So. If there's a toy you wanted for Christmas and everybody got it but you, that was my life. You can't poor as shit not having anything growing up. Everybody, yeah, I got a Nintendo in 1990. Everybody had one in '87. And I got a Genesis in '96. Everybody had one in '91. And as you say this, like <laughs> I can count. Like I don't. If I put me and Faye's hands together, uh, I can count the amount of times you've yelled at somebody about a small thing in the last like two weeks. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's. I mean, that's what it is. So yeah, um, I I like I get it. It's it's petty, mm-hmm. but and I mean I think they do a very good job of explaining it this episode because it's like I always tell you, um, like Wally's thing is, um, in the comics, like Wally wanted to be the Flash, to to the point where. He went to lengths to create the situation to where he's the Flash. You know, so... There's some crazy that goes into that. You know, um... There's a level of want that that he has that other people don't. So, it fits who he is. I think is what I'm trying to say. Wells is fed up. So, basically, Wally asks him, like, so, like... It could affect us differently. He's like, no, not really. I mean, it could, but no. Like he's basically shutting down Wally's whole premise that he's ever going to get these powers. And it's, and it's probably not even Wells's well thought out scientific opinion. Mm-hmm. It's you don't need this problem, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. So no, let's just just be happy it didn't manifest we're, in you. And, even, and even Wally's taking the complete. We're dealing with this right now. The, yeah, and my daughter right now is the mm-hmm. issue, not your hurt feelings that you don't have. A damn speedster power. It's been what three episodes? Have you missed him? Wells. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Tom Cavanaugh. Oh yeah, yeah. So good. And whatever they ask him to play, like this is literally. It's like third. This character. is third character. Yeah. And he's so good at all of it. And here's the thing um, that like you, you know, step away from the TV and you'll miss it. So he automatically knows 
being like you just talk about him being a science genius, right? So basically, they come into the speed lab that they've built. He said something tells me you've never been in this room before, Barry. He's like, no. He said, wait, you never, Alan. I suppose that means you travel back in time again. Yep. He's yeah, but how many times have I told you not to do that? Yeah. And he said, yeah, because we've never been here either. And we've been all through your lab. So basically, and we kind of didn't talk about this beforehand, but they remember this earth mm-hmm. as it was left. Because there's no reason that Barry moving in time would affect another dimension right. unless he went there. So they know everything that we know, basically. Yeah. None of this new stuff. All the same players are there. They, so, so now in this world, Barry... Well, uh, Harry Wells and Jesse are the only ones that really have, me- mm-hmm. or not really, the only ones that have memories have, of the former mm-hmm. timeline. Obviously, Joe and Iris and the rest of the Star Labs uh, uh, squad. They only existed in this space. They can hear, he can tell them, oh, in this other world we didn't fight and we got along, or whatever. Wow, that's mm-hmm. novel. But they don't know it. They don't know it innately like, like uh, Jesse and Wells do. So, like in the speed lab, Jessie's moving through it. Like she's, we haven't gauged just how fast she is, like in comparison to Barry. Typically, it's always been Barry and then everybody else. Right, and they and and they're very impressed. Yes, with what she can do mm-hmm. and how fast she can move. But nobody's looking at Barry like, holy crap, she's yeah. as fast or faster than you. Mm-hmm. It's as if she maybe has Barry's initial speed that he had coming out of that coma. Mm-hmm. In season one. So Barry notices how bad it's affecting Wally and pulls Joe to the side and it's like, oh, you need to talk to him. He's clearly upset. He's clearly disappointed. Like, yeah, Joe's so glad that, that Wally doesn't have powers. And he says, I don't need two of my kids speeding around the city after Running work. into danger. Yeah. Yeah. So then we switch to the scene. Let's get our villain. Look, look going. at the mom. She she knew as soon as he walked in, her whole yeah, body language changed. Coming. So a man walks in, okay, so we get, you know, small apartment on, you know, the the other side of Central City, mm-hmm. the other side of the tracks on Central City. Mm-hmm. Guy walks in in his, you know, mechanic it's Overalls. Outfit. Yeah, overalls with a name on it, mm-hmm. so you guys can gauge with John and Cursive, because of course his name's John, because what else would it be? This is John Q. Public. Um, he walks in, back hurting, and yo, it's a mom and daughter sitting on a couch. Like, the mom is already shivering. The daughter is holding her arms. Like, it's just so sad for him to be home. Um, He says, where is dinner? It's almost ready, John. He shakes his head and, like, points at it. He said, I work hard every day to provide for this family. And this is what greets me, an empty table. And she says, five more minutes. He says, I'm hungry now. He said, and you speak when you're spoken to, girl. Now, listen. Nothing in this whole world pisses me off more than adults feeling like children have to speak to them. Um... It might be my biggest pet peeve in the whole world. Real. Fuck you and your feelings. You can talk to me. I ugh, I hate it because like basically what you're saying is like you're taking it as disrespect. Maybe I have other shit going on in my mind. Right. Maybe I'm not subservient to your bitch ass. Right. Oh, daddy issues. <laughs> so he kind of leans over to her and he's like, I provide for you every day. And Pokes then, her in the back of the head. And he said, you moved your mouth shut, Frankie. You got it? Like, you just told her to talk to you. Now you're telling her, don't talk. And, and that's that, all that she needed to yeah, bring out the, the magenta. He went to the window to see what was cracking. 
Yo, her eyes go Pink. magenta. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, sorry, Frankie, John's gone. And yo. Or sorry, John, Frankie's gone. Yeah, sorry, John, Frankie's gone. And yo. Big ass street lamp light. Post, yeah, like a street light comes through the window and hits him. And she's grinning as it's happening. So it's on and popping. All right. Now, um, I mean, just it is the thing that it did for me. So one of my favorite and I say favorite very loosely because I don't think it's very good. Um, one of my favorite movies is The Craft because um, I'm a big Feruza Balk fan because she plays crazy white trash girl better than anybody. Um, have you have you seen that? Better than uh, the blonde from My Name Is Earl. Oh no, nobody's better than uh, what's her name? Yeah, I can't think of her name. Yeah, but no, nobody's better than her. Okay. She she owns that. Whether it's Annette or Joe Dirt or she's fantastic. But no, I mean Feruza Balt maybe plays alt white trash girl better than anybody else. But uh, is she the one with the dark hair and the eyeliner? Yeah, she's fine in that. She, that like no, yeah, she she she's very good at it. And then she does. The, the, she has the pale skin and the dark eyeliner but still the white teeth and the contrast is just ridiculous <laughs> but um no and I think that's um the first time I saw what's her name Christine uh is it Christine Alexander okay Ben Aff, or not Ben Affleck Ben Stiller's wife okay who's in who's funny in a lot of stuff because she plays the racist bully to the one black chick and they always make fun of her hair Mary, and of course Mary she, Jane yeah so she puts a spell on her to where her uh, her hair falls out. Marsha. Marsha Brady is who you, you think. No, no, no. You Mary Jane, black the black chick. From, yeah. She's Mary Jane in uh, Half Baked. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they put a spell on her and her hair falls yeah, out. In yeah, in, the, in school, like in yeah. the... Like after yeah. swim practice. Right, right. She's great. Yeah, right. But no, um, so not Feruza Balt. Um, of course, her character, her mom had that stepdad that they couldn't fucking stand who was abusive to them and she puts that spell on and that boy dies and leaves him their big ass insurance policy then they got their big ass condo yeah I, I really like that movie for for reasons <laughs> even though like Skeet Ulrich could never be in anything ever again and it would be fine he's like Johnny Depp without everything damn he, what's he been good in I mean I don't know like have you can you think of like fuck that Skeet Ulrich he's a real go getter He's no. a real player in the game. No. Fuck him. Okay. So we're at Twitter with that sidebar. We're at CCPD. Iris popped up because she's looking for the skinny on what happened to uh, the guy who was attacked by a lamppost. And when we saw this, I assumed he was dead. Because who can survive a lamppost to the chest? Like, that That sounds like the hardest thing ever. Um, pause. So, Barry's talking about, yo, I wish the date went better. I know it didn't go the way we thought it should. And she's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Like, I still like you. Still want to shoot this shot. But they even admit now, like, this was kind of boring. Or maybe I'm boring without my powers. She's like, no, you're perfect without your powers. No, you're not. Even though you had them feelings, like, that's the thing. Like, if a girl likes you, it's great. But if she all of a sudden finds out you can levitate, she's going to want to see that shit on a regular basis. Hey, fly real quick, though. Like, let's have sex in the air. As we should. Right. That's how you don't get pregnant. Anyway. But, yeah, so Iris is concerned with the work, but they're trying to find the time to get together. He's like, yo, we'll work it out. Shall we? It'll come together. Gives a little kiss on the cheek. Again, can we keep saying, like, even though we always thought Iris is attractive? Season three. Season, season, But you know what did it? What? 
uh, Earth Two Iris, Earth Two Cop Iris. I think since then, think so. With the little, the little hair all the way up, sassy and slapping berry on his butt, like yeah, right. She was like the dominant, yeah, kind of one. She's all the way up there. So here's where we find out that John was uh, Frankie's foster father. Um, and like she's trying to explain the situation. Yeah, so Joe's like, interviewing her, not like as a suspect, but like as a dad talking as to a, a kid, right? And trying to get a situ a, a grasp on like what the hell mm-hmm. happened. So this is what what was different from the craft. Of course, they're both her foster parents, so it's not like her mom. So basically, she's saying like she blacked out. So we do actually get that thing of you know the split personalities yeah. existing. She really has no idea what's uh, going on. So yeah, um, and so yeah, they say he's pretty banged up. Like, of course, I assume the guy's dead. He got chest with a, like, how much steel is that leaning in on you? Like, if again, it didn't go as far as where it fell flat, but you probably can't survive that falling on you chest first. Like, as a person with an actual body, and they even give us some numbers right here. Um, what does he say? If it's, a, if it's half an inch thick, to bend even a quarter of steel requires 177 tons of tensile strength. And so he's saying, he's saying super strength? He's saying, well, I'm not sure yet, but that's as much as I can find. And you know why he's not sure yet? Because he, like a head investigator here, is smart. There's no fingerprints on the lamppost. You're not pushing something that heavy without leaving some type of uh, damage there. So I don't know if it's here where you started to get it, but you know, names give it away. Magenta is like Magneto is like magnetism is like, hey, I'm gonna move this metal. Super fast sidebar. So we don't spend a whole lot of time on it. Mm-hmm. Um I did get after we talked last week, I did break down and get Marvel Unlimited. Ah. And I read Did you get a monthly joint or did you pay monthly, a whole year? Monthly name getting all my bread. That, that shit. But um <laughs> no, I read the entire um Magneto run. From 2014 right up until the incursion, and it's stellar. It is so good. Basically, you know, after um, you know, um, House of M and Utopia, like Magneto's powers have been reduced, even though he's still crazy strong. So it's kind of him on like a one-man crusade to fix. I'm gonna fix this. I'm gonna fix that. You two being treated bad here. And eventually, it gets to the point where he's fighting Red Skull, who's found a way to use Professor X's brain, so he's super powerful. And he has to recruit, like, Doom and Loki and Deadpool and all kinds of people in order to help him. And then, when the incursion happens, it's him going to Sugar Man. I know you're not super familiar with X-Men lore. Sugar Man's from the Age of Apocalypse, and he's like a little... He's like Modoc with, like, six arms, who's super strong, with a long tongue who's a geneticist and is super ugly and is we'll see in the a movie rapist and a piece of shit. No. Um, but he uses him to amplify his powers then kills the shit out of him as he should. Like Magneto kills so many people in this comic. But like the end game is him trying to save the entire universe. Um, and people finally looking at him as the messiah he's kind of always been. And you get Professor X admitting that he was always right like Magneto was because people are gonna be shit. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's a really good run. Um, so yeah, uh, back to Magenta with the same Magneto powers. Um, yeah, everything that she moves in this episode is metal and we do get a taste of that. 
But yeah, um, they said, you know, she's been in and out of foster homes for years. And he said, hey, she said she blacked out uh, during the incident. And Irish investigator or British investigator is like, oh, that's what she said, huh? So he takes the opposite way. Compassion, we're not with that compassion shit. Just like uh, we watched Deadpool again this weekend. We're not going to wait for your mutation to come out. We're going to force that shit out of you. And so this is what he does. Look at him. He's sizing her up. So can I get you some water? Yeah. Oh boy, and look at him. He's plotting her the whole time. Green of the glass detective. So initially, I thought he was because I've seen that trick in cop shows and stuff before. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was going to lift her fingerprints, but then I was like, wait, they know who she is. Mm-hmm. It was to get some DNA to to look at under the microscope. Yep, some cellular. We got a note. Yeah. So Jesse's passing all the tests. In her, in her star lab shirt, she's super excited. Got some serious speed, girl. And Wells is not having it. Not at all. Mm-mm. I don't support this. I say so was uh, Wally here. And you gotta remember, Jesse was shooting her shot at Wally at one night. Yep. And Wally is not concerned with that. He just wanna. He just wants to be a man. How you feeling? So hurt that you that you uh, ain't that much hurt in the world. <laughs> that you that you like. I don't know. I don't know if you would call Jesse his dream girl. I think at this point, at, at like a 18, 19 year old kid, mm-hmm. that's just the first one to really give him some play and yeah. to really be googly eyes over. We're him. gonna find out he was over there in uh, in Keystone just acting a fool. <laughs> nah, no, he can't be acting a fool. He was building engines and dumb shit like that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's dope. No, it is, but he wasn't concentrating you on no ass. You mean to tell me Asian race starting girl? Wasn't throwing it. She might have been, but he was like, "Look, I gotta get this. I need to get this. Put this. Install this nitrous button." Gotta get him. You know, he's, he's just super like, focused. yeah, yeah. Got to pay my mom's hospital bills. Yep. I respect it. And he's like, Wells is like, Yo, that's my daughter. Like she spent months on this earth watching Barry, and that's something that yeah, she's watched Barry defeat person after person, and then she sees him beat Zoom, and then she gets her powers. This is the worst time that it can happen because she knows, like, Barry is that manual on how to do this the right way. And so, like, if she just got him and had to figure it out, he could probably lead her a bit more and convince her maybe not to do it. But she knows these things can be used for good. And yeah, Wells is like, yo, you and, you and her have always had a special relationship. Talk to her. And she's like, no, we don't. Because in this universe, they don't. <laughs> he's like, she's like, ah, I don't really rock with her like that. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? Well, he tells her, he's like, can you talk to her? Like, you two always had a special relationship. Oh, she's like, oh, like, oh, no, right. Uh, he said that to Caitlyn S- yeah. to Snow, right. I don't even know who she is. Yeah. But okay. Um, yeah, so she goes to talk to her. Little does he know that she has power too. So yeah, so Wally pops up at the precinct because his dad wanted to talk to him. I love how they're doing subtle stuff like him wearing the color of his costume. Oh, yeah. I mean, they do that. Going back to Smallville. Back Clark, to Power Rangers. Okay, so yeah. Clark was always in a royal blue shirt, shirt and a red jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they only you just, like, you just have like subtle things. Like, how about just making, I don't know. I don't know. But now here's Wally in a, in a pale kind of yellow mm-hmm. outfit or shirt. Yeah. So basically, he's like, oh, baby, my powers just haven't manifested yet. And Joe's like, maybe it'll never happen. He said, I hate with that dark matter too. 
Just like Jesse. Have you, um, remember that episode of Family Guy where they get hit by uh, the nuclear waste? Like the yeah, Halloween and they episode. all get powers, yeah. And then Adam West is like, I'm going to combat this. He <laughs> goes around in that. And a year and later, he's like, you have lymphoma. You have lymphoma, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. That's how that works. So, you know, it's not, uh, uh no, he's just like, like he, flopped you know, around in a bunch of nuclear that, waste. Just toxic waste. You have the guy who eats broccoli and you know drinks water every day who dies at 50 then you have that guy who chain smokes every day for who lives years. until like 98 yeah it's yeah. just you shouldn't try to make sense of who these eats broccoli and drinks broccoli. water broccoli and water water <laughs> best I mean, meme the, the best meme one of the best memes of the year was uh, future got y'all popping pills and drinking syrup <laughs> while, while he at home doing yoga and drinking <laughs> asparagus water <laughs> And, and real, because he don't touch it. Man. So, but Joe tells him, he's like, yo, you don't have to be, you don't have to have superpowers to be a hero. Like, dog, I'm like, dog, I'm still alive. I'm really taking down these bad guys. But he tells me, he's like, you have a, a brilliant mind. Um, Engineering mind. Yeah. And so, what did he say you could build, mm-hmm. what did he say you could build the next something? Mm-hmm. He, he, he kind of put over his whole engineering But it's skills. like, I was telling you, like, you know, to me, what that signals is Wally's going to build that thing to make his powers manifest eventually, and he's going to he's going to come to the realization that he can do that. So get back to your British homeboy, cotton swabbing the, the glass as he should. He's like, I assume you've taken a DNA sample before. And he's like, Yeah, I know what you're doing. I mean, why are you doing it? He said, I've isolated an element consisting of all five of the husks we found. So, including Claire's. Alchemy, yeah. Let's see, Alchemy has to be what calling him. No, it's not what people are calling him. That's what he told you his name was. Boy, you full of shit. Yeah, so he says, so you think Frankie has a safe element in her DNA? So I wouldn't if it wasn't a possibility. Oh, got it. We found it. That's with the rolled up sleeves. So, yo, he's on a warpath. And he's going every step so fast. And she's about to walk out. He said, you, girl, stop. Stop, dog. what I do? But she immediately goes into, like, covering up her ears. Oh, don't yell at me. Uh-huh. Magenta's going to come. I can't be trusted. And she's like, yo, now I'm going to do the same to you. And Joe notices, you know, that metal starts bending. And, you know, she took, like, that big symbol that they have off the wall clean off without even looking at it. She just, and that's the coolest thing about Magneto, like, he would feel the metal in the air. So it wouldn't be like you have to look at it. It's kind of like, I can't even think of the best way to describe it. Uh, Yo, and when Mystique injected, oh, she's so fine. When Mystique injected the security guard and water two filtered in his blood and and he's like, Something's different about you Mm -hmm. today. You just feel it in the air, man. (laughs) It's like me when I sense a happy hour going on. I just I just zip to it. (laughs) But yeah, just her feeling it in the air. Um again, side note, Cody Rhodes 
on Arrow playing a character named Stardust will never not be fun. So yeah, she's raising her arms and her powers up, and you know, she's ripping that giant, uh, that giant emblem they have clean off the wall. So clearly, what this says is that's that thing is metal, mm-hmm. which Yo. is absurd. Yeah, who made that? Oh, doesn't even don't and break. It's so metal, it doesn't get don't bend. Nope, it just falls flat. Surprised it didn't crack the mm-hmm. uh, marble floor. Concrete floor. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a great contrast. So as Flash saves uh, the CSI investigator, he doesn't even really have a reaction to it. Okay. Two minutes later, we're going to see a completely different reaction to Flash saving somebody. Oh, the cop mm-hmm. or the guy? Yeah, it was a cop. Yeah. Something like my name is Magenta. He said, "You're like this because of alchemy," and she automatically feels it. Um, probably that childlike innocence that she has. Yo, but I didn't realize that her eyes are already kind of like that color, like purpley. purpley. Yep. Probably you know kids in their contacts. Um, she's really cute. She's a cute kid, yeah. And uh, so a cop does roll up. He's ready to save everybody. Yo, she snatched that car clean up. Like no hesitation, no slowly off the ground. And yo, she throws it. Flash runs up a wall, jumps off. Like a wall of a building. Through yeah, the, the window, window with him. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. looks up just shocked like, whoa, Flash, did that boy. So yeah, now uh, Frankie's in the database. She's calling herself Magenta. Cisco is not impressed. Because yeah. it's not his creation. Yeah. And like she's disassociative, so she's split personality. So her medical records even say like she's been split personality since she was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frankie is Jekyll, Magenta is Hyde. Oh, she's pulling a primal fear that exists in this universe. How much do you love that movie, Travis? I feel like we talked about that on the show. Not a big fan? We didn't talk about it because I don't. I didn't see it. Okay. Well, I mean, long story short. Is that the one with Marky Walt? Uh... Nah. That's, uh, that's fear. Okay. Um, but this is Richard Gere as lawyer who refuses to lose a case and Edward Norton as... Teen Edward Norton, altar boy, rape victim, maybe murderer. Mm. Fucking phenomenal. Wow. Um, playing a split personality. Okay. Well, like they said, something. Yeah. So, um, so what Cisco says about Doctor Alchemy is like, let's get the exact wording here. And he's like, he's somebody who can somehow restore the powers that people had in Flashpoint. Okay, and what's Flashpoint? Right, Jesse yeah. asks because they again have and no Wells clue. looks right at Barry because he knows. Oh, so magenta is another side effect from your time trip. As if Barry don't need any, yeah. like as if he's not like already salty enough that he's ruined and altered people's lives. I love if Barry was like a dude from New York, like really my G, really my guy, my guy. That's how you talking to me, my guy? <laughs> like imagine Barry speeding around in Tim's. <laughs> Lace unlaced <laughs> and almost saving the world every time. Almost couldn't take him off, B. He said, okay, and so Jesse storms off because Harry's pissing her off. He's like, all right, I'll talk to her. And so Barry asked Joe, "Did you talk to Wally?" He said, "He still seems a little bummed. It's not going to fix itself overnight. It might in forty-four minutes, but not overnight." Um, he's like, "It was one of my better dad cop speeches." And what's dad cop? It's good cop, bad cop, and dad cop. Firm reassuring, cuts to the point. 
Wow. I said, Wally's different than you, Barry. You're like a second daughter. Now, here's that you Overshare line. your feelings. Him, I got to be a little more nuanced. And he's like, oh, cool. And he's and like, I'm messing with you. He's not messing with no. you. No. And this is where you think the subtle Joe change. Yeah, like, and I, I love this about the characters. They're all a little different. Like, And just a credit to them. Like, They basically have three seasons where they've all played at least two characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really good stuff. So now Caitlin's talking to Jesse. He's like, yo, before you speed off, I just want you to make sure you feel like you're ready. Damn, who is Caitlin going to freeze? Because it's coming. Somebody's getting frozen the fuck up. Now, is it going to be somebody, like, by accident that she doesn't mean to? Or at the last moment, life's in danger. She either saves herself or somebody else by using her power. So in the web series I'm in, mm-hmm. Nick and Evelyn are at the grocery store. And they get to the same hair care product at the same time. And damn near kill each other over it. So I'm just imagining, you know, she goes in there for the pants. She's like the C- or she's in Sephora. And they got her <laughs> nude for. And it snatches it up and gets froze. It can happen. No, not even she get froze. Just her hand reaching for that. <laughs> and then she taps it and it just falls uh, see she got to do all that got to she be handless got to no that's what I'm saying you better don't reach out like that you put your whole back to it next time and so just like your dad put me up to, or my dad put you up to this right and she's like oh yeah but I'm really trying to get to you because I'm going through it right now so I think that's a cool shot of like Wally and uh you know, Wally engineer mine and, and Wells trying to work on something. And so this is where Wells and Jesse get into it again because, again, you have that incident in um, the regular universe where she got on that bus and she, she went to, uh, did she go to Coastal City? She went somewhere, CC? Yeah. Yeah. yeah city. She went to Coastal City and, you know, she had to go do her thing and he respected it. He stopped looking for her. Um, but here they're still together. Um, and you know her and Wells are into it because he doesn't want her to be a hero and while he's like yo let me talk to her this time and then we get a shot of your man Alchemy y'all I dig that mask now it's like if if Scarecrow had actual good tools to work on stuff and so Magenta walks into him she says I feel Frankie's trying to take control and he's like you can beat her what I said was I returned you to the power you had to inflict your pain upon others so where did she have the power so Magenta's the thing in regular continuity like she's in total control that's for her to return to power she must have been in power somewhere or maybe return to the flashpoint power so she's in yeah yeah that's what I'm saying so before oh so flashpoint so if we're talking about universes one two and three in universe two, Magenta is a thing, and I didn't save, or and I did save my parents' universe. Magenta is a thing. Really? Are you telling? That's me? what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. Oh, the I way they're know. talking about it. Oh, because if he's returning her to her powers, and we never ran into her in the first season. No, 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 no. She's she's Magenta. She's only Magenta in the flat because of Flashpoint. She was. Um, she had that power in the Flashpoint. That's he's, what I'm saying. He's restoring Flash people in Flashpoint's power. That's exactly what I'm saying. So that's two. Our regular universe is one. Right. Flashpoint is two. Okay. This is three. 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. So yeah, so that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she's yeah, she's a flashpoint villain is. So this is who Wally would have fought eventually. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Wally and Jesse are. That might have been Wally's one of Wally's flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. You know, Clarice rivals his main season. You know, overarching mm-hmm. villain, and uh, Magenta would have been one of his weekly. You know, jump off type. Exactly. Jumps. So her first thing is like, did your dad put me up to this? Now think about how far they walked before she asked, because she loved her some Wally. So she let Wally get away with whatever he was gonna say. Um, and he's like, yeah, well, this whole thing happened to me. You were, you were the first person I wanted to call. Shoot Joe shot. I was kind of sort of hoping it happened to you too. Yo, do you see that burger in the background? Double cheese, triple bacon, big belly burger. Damn. That's that. I wish I, see, I, wish I could see that price. Right? <laughs> $85. Um, he's like, I dreamt about it. Believe me. And he said, how did this all happen? And this is the great... Um, again, I know you don't read a lot of X-Men. Have you read God Loves Man Kills Jay? Gotcha. Pussy. But <laughs> the great thing about X-Men is a lot of their powers manifest during times of great stress. Like, even to the point of this... Jean Grey's powers manifested when her friend was about to get hit by a car. And, you know, she moved him out of the way. So, uh, so yeah. And, like, Cyclops was getting bullied, and all of a sudden his eyes catch fire. Mm. So it was all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and she's like, yo, the car was coming, yo. When I looked, you know, everything was frozen. And I felt like electricity running through. Well, first she said, I was frozen just standing there waiting mm. to get hit. But then I looked around, and everything was frozen. Mm. Like, basically... Mm. She entered that kind of, you know, she had been, she was going faster. Not everything was slower or anything. So like he that. said it was basically you jump-started your powers? He's like, I guess so. Why? Wally walks clean out in front of a truck. My goodness. Like, I don't want it that bad. But I mean, when you think about how many times this kid's almost died. Like in the last, I don't know, two weeks, probably like five times. So he's not really scared. So, of course, Jesse saves him. And he's pissed. Yeah, I'm getting my speed. Why would you do that? It could have worked, Jesse. She's like, no. <laughs> no, look, I don't think so. He's, and he's so worked up. His adrenaline is going. He doesn't want to hear anybody's shit right now. Wally's telling him, like, you can't jump in the street like that. You got to use your head. Well, Barry, he's telling Wally. Yeah, nothing happened. And Joe's like, oh, can you say something to him? He's like, what would you have done if Jesse wasn't there? And like you pointed out earlier, I wouldn't have jumped in front of no shit. Because I yeah, wouldn't have had a conversation. Had the damn with idea to do that. Blame Jesse. <laughs> damn. And yo. And Wally with his jealousy, he's like, yo, there's only one problem. Look, do you notice look, look, you see how Joey chill Joe is mm-hmm. though? It's, okay. I think, yeah, this is another kind of uh, uh, a bit of a window difference. into the mm-hmm. pushing Barry out of the way, mm-hmm. like with a finger in 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 Wally's face about how And crying. And teared up, like <laughs> just glassy-eyed Joe. Yep. You know how much I would have missed you if you yeah. got hit by that car. Didn't, yeah. you, didn't you see me on the practice? <laughs> Don't you see me when I'm practice. pleading these cases? This is a bullshit. <laughs> yep. And yeah, so talking to Wells, and Caitlin's like, "Yo, You're like you need to help her navigate her powers." And Rather assume, than assume they're going to destroy her, exactly. I mean, you would you think he'd never dealt with Barry? 
Yeah. You think he didn't raise this young woman? Yeah. You know, like she's some stranger off the street that had this man and he don't know her personality. Don't, don't know how to deal with her. But again, their relationship wasn't good. Gotta remember. Yeah. Before Zoom getting after, they were not tight. No, no, but he's still her daughter. She's not gonna turn into a villain or. I guess he's more worried about her getting herself hurt and her mm-hmm. turning bad at this point. Because they got a whole. And again, like, he's pretty much been able to, like, deal with the metahuman problem in her, too. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much. Well, he was ahead of the, you know, he created the technology to mm-hmm. alert you to when they're around. And got some big-ass guns, as King Shark. Right. Yeah. He's been handling that pretty well. But, you know, he's like, I don't know, but you did once tell me that you have to trust it in the long run. The decisions you make are the right ones. And Barry's like, yeah, I fucked that up. Again, I, I love that their build is similar. Both these slim guys with these ridiculously long necks, similar haircuts, both mm-hmm. brunette. I could just, again, like Barry's dad is his dad, but this guy looks like his big brother. Um, and then Joe's, of course, a contrast between both of them, but I just, I appreciate the aesthetic. Um, and again, I'm all Right, I'm all because just looking at. Uh, uh, um, Barry, uh, what's his name? Henry Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, who's a well-built, you know, guy, probably 180, 190 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> he does it. And, and his mom was just kind of a regular, you know, but Barry's this you know, skinny, 140-pound dude. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah. Um, and with that said, um, is he doped up like like he's on some kind of painkiller? This John. This yeah, I'm sure. Like, cause look at that stupid smile on his face. Well, no, so Iris <laughs> goes to the hospital to see the foster dad. He's ribs taped on. up, arm in the sling. Yeah. First thing he said was, "You find her yet?" I believe so. Face the cut up. On. He's an entire piece of shit. But he's floating. Yeah. And then but and he's he, and he's talking shit about. How that's what if, I get for if, taking her. In. That's what I get for taking her in, and God, God help if I ever see her again. Yeah. And then she Iris is like, "What? Right. What are you gonna do?" He's like, "I'm gonna kick her fucking ass, basically." And yeah. Iris is like, "Oh, tough right. love, John." She's getting you back for hurting her. And then Iris realizes right then, oh, she's gonna try again. Yeah, he's he's not safe. Like this wasn't an accident. And then t- perfect timing. Yep. Perfect, so perfect timing. I only got forty four minutes to work with, bro. Yo, she's lifting an entire... Like you said, I was like, it's a boat? You're like, boat? That's a ship. ship. And then like, nope, it's, <laughs> it's a, a tanker. <laughs> she basically, you know, is singing in her head, my heart will go on, and she raises the Titanic. Um, yeah, and it's like, to illustrate guys, like, and again, this is showing a budget, but the whole ship is just all the way up in the air. Not moving slow, not with like slow pangs of, you know, uh, what nails and screws coming out of the side? Whole thing, clean up in the air. Mm-hmm. Stuff falling off the side. Yeah. You ever see Ghost Ship? I've seen some of it. So you you only need to see the first ten minutes of Ghost Ship to give a shit about Ghost Ship. Okay. Because basically, it's that big cruise. It was a cruise line. One kid yeah. on the boat, and then hidden evil guy pulls the switch so that the steel cable cuts. Everybody in Yo! So that's good. right! 
so That's high. right. It was re- And then wasn't the kid small enough to where it went over, it went over his head? She's the only person. Everybody else is literally cut in half. It's super like and the way it happens. Gross, like, especially for like 1999 or whatever the hell. It and came the cable out. goes so fast. They don't like. They don't know it. Over. They're like, what the? And then and then they slide. Their slides. Slides. body slide off of a part. It's so good. And the rest of the movie was like. Like mm, terrible, but like, that was fucking. Like I, I remember that one scene in Ghost Ship where like the guy thinks that super attractive woman is looking for, her, and he like lunges at her to hug her and falls to his death. Yeah, that's what you get for dirty macking. Mm. So, Majix is out here in the street, and she has a whole ship over her, a tanker over her head, and it's what? Doesn't this seem woefully inefficient? Yeah, like you're magnetic, you're magenta. Why are you going to lift a giant tanker to, I guess, drop or throw into this hospital mm-hmm. when you could really take as we, oh, well, you didn't see Supergirl. But Supergirl Monday, just, you could have just, I guess maybe not magnetically, but you could have like uh, uh, taken out two major pillars of the building and had the thing collapse. Like, this is, you're going about no, this. No, would have would have wrapped his, uh, would have wrapped the bed around him. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're you're about to not only like yeah kill John, and I think we'll but to an entire hospital full of people. Like, and that's the point, yeah. so he could talk her down. But the split personality is also fifteen years old. Or right, kid. Yeah, so we're not you know we're not moving super and evil. efficient at this point, and evil. Yeah. So you're not thinking straight. Super bad. Yeah, you're not Captain Cold evil. You're evil evil. Um, and so yeah, uh, so they say the propeller. So it's a move they've already worked out. So Barry's going to move in a figure eight. To when he it. said the propeller, I thought he was going to do something to the actual propeller of, oh, the, of the ship, of, yeah. the, of the tanker. No, so she didn't close the metal doors. Oh, bye-bye, Daddy. She ready to get that boy out of here. So what we, I didn't notice that the first time that she closed the doors on him. So she can... No, the doors are metal. No, 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 no but I still, I didn't notice mm-hmm. it the first, in the mm-hmm. first airing. But she can have her focus... That, like that ship is at once, 50, yeah. 60 feet in the air. I'm sorry, stories in the air on top of the, mm-hmm. about to fall on the roof of the building. So she's got all her energy to she that. She doesn't seem to be straining. And she's not struggling. She's mm-hmm. still talking and have, holding a conversation, but also kept those doors closed. So. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the trade-off. Even though she can control all these things at once, her precision isn't there. Her, um, like her, her battle readiness and her calculation isn't there. So, Wells decides, hey, Jesse. You got to go help? Yeah, go help him out. So, she actually, and this is <clears> one thing I told you I like. Jesse actually takes Barry's place atop the roof doing the figure eight to keep the boat afloat. Mm-hmm. And Barry's the one that's talking Magenta down. And he's like, yo. Like, you can't take out everybody in that hospital yeah. just to hurt John. No, I'll give you what you need. He's like, you have no idea what I need. It's not just John that I, So, here's the thing. It's not just John I want to get rid of. I want them both gone. And she's talking about her, her, her personality. Her. She wants Frankie gone. No, 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 no. That's Frankie talking. Frankie wants the, oh. the, the regular one gone. No, 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 no. Other way around. Because the eyes are still lit up. Oh, right, right, right. Not Frank. Frank Magenta, Magenta's talking. Magenta wants Frankie gone. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. He said it was a whole person. Like he's just blaming you for all the bad things he's caused in his life. True. And I just like her because any girl that I can boy her name uh, automatically yeah. gets. Uh, no, one of one of our best friends, you know, my boys from San Antonio, Francesca. Uh-huh. We all call Frankie. her Frankie. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and he's like, oh, he couldn't face who he was. Like, this is abusive daddy episode. Because we get all these good dads. Um, Barry has like 12 of them. And yeah, it was bad dad time. And he was an entire piece of shit. Like, again, the finger on the head from uh, from the Chappelle show, uh, Wrap It Up Box. When, he, when he's with the lawyer, that's what I told you. Remember? Wrap this gavel up, yeah. yeah. That's what he's like, I told you about that. When he talks to his lady lawyer, it's so good. Um, but yeah, so hey, we get the ship down. He said, they did it. And Wells agrees a sigh of relief. And, and the thing like, that they didn't, you, you really have to, that thing was, it was, there was no way that figure eight, if Magenta wanted to keep bringing it down. You, you, yeah, you can't, you can't fight that forever. Right. And, and Jesse was in, uh, Serious danger of getting crushed mm-hmm. if, that, if it comes down a couple more feet. They didn't play that up that Jesse like really uh, put herself in some serious danger. Right? Did you see the clips of the clan shooting? No. You didn't see the, the gif, game? the gif of it on no, Twitter. I have to YouTube. Yes. I, like what I've heard about that game is that while they wasted the story of the year on a regular ass game, and it's like oh, I mean, which is fine though. Like if it works, like I said, the, the the actual gameplay mechanics are very mundane, uh, um, which is probably okay if the story's really really good. Right. Um, yeah. So they tell like, so no one got hurt. Like, nope. You don't have to worry about that. So yeah. what about John? The DA is prosecuting him for what he did to you because Iris got the scoop. And so that's that's great though. Like I love how they wrap this up. And, and they, they probably had right. mom's testimony, false testimony. And that's testimony. the thing. She's not in the episode. She's probably like, yeah. It, it, Mm-hmm. He was bad to these kids, yeah. and I got tired of making dinner. <laughs> yeah, and he asked like, "What do you remember about how you got your powers?" So straight up. So I wonder who, like, I started having dreams at night of Magenta, just like Clarice was having dreams about you know, rival. the rival, mm-hmm. having dreams of that of the Flashpoint timeline. So I wonder if they're going to make Alchemy somebody because, you know, we haven't really talked about it, but. Who is Alchemy? Yeah, but I mean, Thorn is on Legends. Yo, I was like, oh. <sighs> I didn't know what. The, first off, I thought that was the most conf- not confusing, but of the three, I don't watch Arrow, but mm-hmm. of the three, I thought Legends was the weakest of the of the finale of the premieres. And I was just like, man, Supergirl Flash just. Blue legends out of the water. They and I think that one of the problems, probably the main issue, is they had to fit so much. That's stuff what I saw. In I was like, episode. oh, we're gonna get like four episodes of finding everybody. Pretty like, much. Go I mean, them. just like that. And that wasn't even the. Uh, I wasn't even mad at that. Like mm-hmm. the time scanner that just ha- that lasted five minutes, mm-hmm. essentially of real TV watching time. Uh, it was more just. I don't know. It was something about it that I was just like, this wasn't that great. It was tidy. It was tidy in a situation where it, I feel like unless they have a bunch of stuff, Can we get planned, a two-parter or something. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like Frankie may actually be maybe a member of the team later on, even if it's just to help right. That was a question. Like they let her go. They, t- they basically, I'm sure they didn't explicitly say it. Maybe they did. Probably gonna get her some kind of help, some kind of counseling or or, or, or something. And I'm wondering if down the line she becomes. An asset, a go-to, Frankie. We need you. Mm. We need somebody that can handle metal or magnets or whatever to help us out. So it looks like Wally and Joe are kind of on the same page. Wally tells me he doesn't need dad cop, so I guess it's not the biggest secret in the world. Mm. But 
There's good cop, bad cop, and dad cop. So we get Wells and Jesse probably prior to them leaving. And Wells says, hey, you were great out there. He said, I guess it's your first victory as a superhero. So he's kind of embracing, you know. He had no choice. Really. I mean, if you go against it, you're going to get her hurt. We finally get Jesse quick as, as like a thing. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I was only able to do it because you believed it. Is she in the comics? Yeah. Okay. And he's like, yo, I should have known. I, I should have been away a long time ago. But he said, one day you'll understand. Like, being a parent is different. Like, you're going to worry about it. <laughs> Pointed music. Any chance Wells tries to do something to get power so he can protect Jesse? God, I hope not. I don't think so. Um, I think they're going to keep him like this because I think he's more effective as just a super vulnerable. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know they embrace and she's like, I always love you. And even when you drive me no, absolutely no, no, no. insane. And so like they do this cool thing where they sit down and of course there's a box between them because why wouldn't there be a box between them? Was that, a, was that his clock? It's a, like watch. a watch. Yeah, yeah sure. so he knows what time it is. So they're going to stay for a few days they're going to run some more tests. I think that's how we get to next week. But, um, yeah. Got something for you. And it's the Jesse Quick costume. With the black and white symbol, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Like, I love how they all have their own... Own color scheme, yeah. yeah within the same color scheme. Now, within, like, it's going to be red and black and yellow and yeah. white. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be some different variation of that. Hers actually has a blend to it, which is cool. And she looked good in, it, in the quick clips we see mm-hmm. in the preview for next one. That was cool, yeah. And he said, like, my fear, my guilt. Because, again, like, he feels responsible for a lot of stuff that happened on her, too. Like, Park Accelerator incident, you know, was him. Um, he created all this technology to kind of try to make amends for things he had done. Right, remember, the beginning of season two, that was, like, he was kind of running mm-hmm. away from her too because people hated him yeah. and were pissed at him because of uh, he, yeah. because of what he did. Stuff was his fault. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, we see a glance at the costume there. Um, and hers looks cool. And we got to see him as Wells really deal with it, not who we thought was Wells, but was yeah. really Thorn in season one. Because like in season one, he was so icy and just mm-hmm. didn't, didn't give up. It was all to get my speed eventually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Iris is in your favorite dress. Yeah. It was dope. Um, so basically, Barry like ran out the whole restaurant. And Barry's robbing people. I wouldn't blame him. Got to. She didn't like as much as I give back to the city. Y'all gonna pay for this dinner? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey man. He's like, hook it up. Uh, don't have no waiters in here. Just leave the food. Uh-huh. So he just one little ass ruse. Yeah. Oh, they go one waiter in the back. Yeah. And he's like, so I know you think that I shouldn't use my powers and that, you know, something without them. Uh, but see, but they're a party, so they're a part of you. Smart man. This is our life, and I think last day we were ignoring that part of us. It's like, yeah, like if y'all both, like, really just want to eat fried chicken, like, don't go to Red Lobster. Like, go to Popeyes if that's what y'all really want. <laughs> don't front. So, you know, they speed off. Out the city, across the bay, and looks like like it looks like Miami. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that was more than like just Marina. out of the city, across mm-hmm. the bay. That so looked like he took her because it's DC. They're in Vice City. Okay, like, okay. they're in Grand Vice City. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's like I agree. We can't pretend like none of this has happened. I'm a little, not even a little kiss. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get to it. 
He's like, I thought you'd see it that way. And yo, phone's going off. He's like, I'm sorry. It's Joey needs me at the station. She's like, yeah, leave me in Miami. I'll, I'll make my way back. I'm telling you, we <laughs> talked about it. Like, got to bring three or four of your homegirls just so that, uh, you know, like y'all can kick it. Get y'all a little, uh, get y'all a little loft to hang out in. I don't want no dudes up in here. You know, <laughs> not go get your toes done or whatever. So yeah, he kisses her and speeds off. And she's like, well, guess I'll just uh, post up for a while. So there she is. So, kind of the end of the episode, but we get Barry back at work. He said, oh, so there you are. He said, Sing wanted me to show you guys this. So at the end of last episode, we got somebody running up on uh, your boy in Who we, uh, Iron Heights. Thought it might be Cyborg or something. Yeah, so, something to that effect. Um, but yeah, so they see Claris. Which I thought was a little, because the, the arm was way too like jagged and not mm. smooth. It's weird. Like. They have this um, in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Nick Fury has like this techno bio suit that kind of looked like the arm that they showed here. Mm. Um, so I was like, I but that's more that is. But yeah, so yeah. it's something different. But he said, maybe there's an invisible matter. No, we saw him. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah we, we did get a good clear shot of his it's arm a choking the guy. Why doesn't the camera pick that up? Mm-hmm. I guess that was just fun. Might be the tech. Yeah. yeah. He said, do you think this thing is part of Flashpoint Timeline too?" <laughs> and Barry like, says, I've been feeling a lot of these things are these days. Like, well, if it doesn't, then what the hell are we doing? <laughs> so, yeah. That's our episode. We get a, a quick preview of next week really quick. Um, and as I say, quick. So, we do get Jesse in the costume with Flash. Of course, she has a domino mask. Um, and and, and get, perfectly because mm-hmm. he's trapped by the Mirror Man or and whatever. Like Mirror Master is one of the Flash's rogues. Uh-huh. He's one of like, you know, his power is kind of zany, but it's fucking evil. Like, like my thing that I think is super scary. Like, at one point, Reverse Flash was removing people from timelines completely. Like as scary as it is to die, it's a bit more frightening to be not remembered. So imagine being trapped in a mirror. Mm. You can't move. You can't talk to anybody. There's no way they can get you out. They crack the damn mirror. Your ass is in a million pieces. So Mirror Master is, you know, you got your Mirror Master, you got Trickster, King Cold and Heat Wave and Captain Boomerang all kind of make up the robes, but he's one of the most fascinating ones. So like, it's going to be cool to see if he's a one-off or if they actually keep him around for a while. Hmm. Like they have like because uh, Trickster stayed around. Yeah. Captain Boomerang. Um, Who was he? He only existed in the Arrowverse so far. Okay. But um, you never, you haven't seen uh, Suicide Squad yet. No. He's in that. Okay. Um, and of course, Captain Cold and Heatwave, big players in just the, the Arrowverse in general. Right. So, yeah. Um, so, that's, yeah. It's uh, The Flash, Season 3, Episode 3, Magenta. Um, you know, good stuff. Yeah. Again, we like. There's going to be one of these episodes where, like, oh, this was terrible. Like, not so far. Like, we're. I mean, we were like through. six, eight episodes in of, of season two until yeah. we were like, oh, that was kind yeah, of a just cool. a, a filler episode. Like, yeah, but like it was super fun. Yeah. Um, good, um, really good stuff with Wally. I think um, that's probably the strongest. Um, again, we get subtle differences with Joe. We have Cisco. Getting back to Cisco, mm-hmm. we have Caitlin, and you know again, I'll, I'll I'll say it. You know, I gave Danielle Pennebaker 
a hard time after season one saying there wasn't a lot to her. They proved me wrong. They knew what they were doing all along. Because she's played three characters now and have all had their different tone and have all been important. Um, you know, Barry is trying to be happy and also has to deal with the remorse of the things that he changed. Um, you know, just good stuff. I look forward to next week. Specifically about the episode, Travis, anything else you want to add? Uh, about this episode? No, I just thought it was a, a, a good job of having, if they, since they went to, I mean, three episodes in, they went right to fla- a flavor of the month, kind, a flavor of the week kind of a uh, villain. And I thought they handled it well. It was, it was consequential, but not super impactful on the the entire season or half season, half a season or whatever. Um, the doors were open still for her to possibly make a return. We might see her later down the line in some role. Um, just a, a well acted, well paced episode. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we get out of here, um, again, you know, neck of the Uber driver, episode five. Spell that for them. Um, so yeah, um, to the uninformed, it's N N E K A. Yeah. Um, you can search neck of the Uber driver on YouTube. Um, search it on Facebook. Um, and it'll bring up uh, the entire episode list on both of those. And the coolest thing, like people are watching it, they're like, "No, I want to see like the whole story." I'm like, "Oh well, I know you're watching it because it's the one I'm in." But this is like the fifth episode of what's going to be like ten episodes. So go back. Um, all the episodes run, you know, somewhere between like five and seven minutes, so you can get kind of the full narrative. Um, they have the original pilot, what it was based off of, um, and the ladies who write it and direct it are just so smart. And it's, um, you know, to anybody not super familiar with, you know, Nigerian culture, even first generation or first generation American culture, and you know the differences that brings them. Um, it's just really smart, well-written. Um, reminds me of people, you know, I grew up with, kids I went to college with. Just a really good show. Um, don't just watch it. Like, watch it for me, specifically. But don't just watch it for me. Um, really good acting, really good writing, just really clever, smart stuff. Um, again, Facebook and YouTube, you can search NECA, the Uber driver. It's N-N-E-K-A. Um, you know, Travis and I here um, tomorrow, by the time you listen to this or later in that day, are going to be hosting, um, Travis will be hosting the uh, PW Torch East Coast cast. Um, a great week to listen to that, um, I think. And I'm going to post the poll up. I think I already know what it's going to be. But, you know, it, it's Bill Goldberg week. It really is. And there's so much we can discuss. Um, I don't know how much you brushed up on your Goldberg, but they actually had his uh, WWE documentary on right after NXT last week. So he's fresh in my mind right now. I had a buddy of mine who is an MMA guy watch Lesnar Goldberg from WrestleMania 20. So we talked about that last week on your show. Yeah. I'm sure that'll come up. Um, you know, housekeeping stuff, and we'll put notes in there. Um, both of us on Twitter. Me at Seahawk, C-E-H-A-W-K. Travis at Travlord, T-R-A-V-L-O-R-D. Uh, both of those same names on Instagram, uh, PW Torch East Coast Cast on Facebook, South Commerce Facebook, and um, specifically, guys, we can really use your iTunes reviews, your Stitcher reviews, whatever platform you listen on. Again, the more reviews we get, the more people get a hold of the show, the more people that have a hold of the show, the more popular we are, the more popular we are. 
further the message goes. So, um, yeah, whatever you guys can do to contribute, we love your uh, your honest feedback on that. Go ahead, Charlie. Did you see? I'm going to assume you did. Last week's Atlanta. I did see last week's Atlanta. <laughs> good lord, that was a especially good episode. No, I mean for for something that's always good, I thought that um. Like, they do this job of capturing the pulse. I don't know who decided that should come out, you know, right here immediately before the election. But, you know, you have your your quasi-Don Lemon. You have your white, perhaps feminist intellectual. You have your, you know, well-informed rapper who they kind of weren't ready for. And then the side stories with the fake ads, with the Dodge Charger. But they weren't fake. There's no way Dodge... And the cereal was completely made up. Yeah, yeah. But, but there was Mickey's. But, but no, that per, that puts like that's the best. That's the most expensive. What was the other Mickey, one? Mickey's Mickey's Forty Small Liquor. That's the best Mickey's ad they've ever made. It was another mainstream one that they did. That I was like, there's no way that that company. I think it was just that in the Dodge because no, Dodge no, 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 had like four. Okay, but they were. I was like, there's no way Dodge is upset at these commercials. Can't be because they. It was they, they did never did they say this is a. Bad product the car or yeah. right. I, I and the story they told was at the end in the fourth and final spot. He didn't even have his he, pants he didn't want no house. He didn't want alimony. Oh Just God. leave my leave yeah. me my charger. Yeah, and passing <laughs> in a positive light, you know. Um, so that and the uh, just wasn't yeah, cereal. The, the Mickey's man. was so good. I'm eating these fancy. kids. I'm eating cereal. <laughs> Yo, and them kids were taking pictures, and they had Shawty from uh, who plays Susie on uh, Rugrats. Chris Summers. So yeah, it was Chris Summer. Yeah, it's so good. Um, <laughs> just a smart show. Uh, I might watch that when you get out of here. Yeah, it's be go good. Ahead, um, home, but out. yeah, man, I think um, that'll do it for us. Um, again, this has been the uh, South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show for CW's The Flash, Season Three, Episode Three, entitled Magenta. Uh, that'll do it for us this week. For Travis, I am Cameron, and we're out. Ooh, yeah. And I ain't Ron Reagan. I ain't saying you should say no. I'm saying take it. You got a mask to your high. Open your eyes, see this bass in the sky. I think I'm Malcolm Middle. I think I'm Du Bois. Think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Freud. Think I am the leader. Leader of the people. Goddamn, I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero.